Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Boys Don't Cry. We're talking about whether it's better to slob up or pimp up. Do you go to Tesco's in your trackies? I know I wear my eyelashes. I'm joined by Michelle Ackley and Nathan Caton. So this it might come as a shock to you. Men spend more time on grooming. Apparently, men spend 83 minutes a day on personal grooming, including cleansing, yes, toning, don't do that anymore, used to, moisturising, shaving, styling hair, guilty, and choosing clothes. In contrast, because women have their beauty regime down to a fine art, although it's more oppressive on a daily basis... They hit the ground running and come in yes. at just 79 minutes. That's so this, absolutely nailed it. That Yeah, that makes sense. Has that blown your mind, Michelle? Because it's absolutely you started this. Ex- yeah. <laughs> 83 really minutes, but you don't need to me. feel embarrassed, Nathan. We're fine. We, you and I, are, we're well within the average. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, though. Um, but no, that, that, that totally makes sense. That like, women have got it planned. They know where we're just like waffling around going, uh, what, okay, what goes with what? Okay. Yeah, okay. Because when I think about me and my girlfriend, yeah, like, she'll, even though it feels like she's taken longer, I take long, I probably take longer because I haven't planned it out as far in advance as she has. Mm. Do you get what I mean? That makes sense. uh, And sometimes, sometimes I think as a woman, you're not really sure what a guy is doing during the day. Like, oh, that time spent wandering around aimlessly is not actually them doing that. They're actually thinking about what they're putting on or so maybe I need to be a bit more So next time you're nagging, we're just that. trying to be pretty for you, Michelle. Yeah. That's all we're trying to do. Because sometimes I say like, sometimes I think, oh, it'd be really nice being a man because you wouldn't have to worry about putting makeup on and shaving your legs and all these things. And now I just, I actually feel like I'm you know, not a great human being because no, I don't think I've been very mindful of what you no, guys no, do on a day-to-day that, basis. It's not that. It's that men are quite, imba- particularly men over 25. How old are you again, Nathan? I'm 36 now. Exactly. Snap. right. So men over 30 are embarrassed about admitting this stuff because of this sort of toxic association with I dare to give a shite about what my hair looks like, therefore I must be yeah. gay or that I'm insecure or there's something wrong with me or women won't find me attractive because there's a fine line between, and for us for on this on this particular show, our line is showing our ankles and threaded eyebrows, but <laughs> what, for, what if for other girls it's a man who gives a shit about his hair for longer than 20 minutes? That might be a turn-off. Uh, it's so confusing. So men don't explicitly, even though we have an easier ride with these things, the reason it's more toxic and we have more issues is we don't 
talk about any of them. So the base problem that the cup of poison is smaller, if you like, but much more dangerous because no one knows where it is. Whereas women have yeah. a massive cup of poison, boobs, body, hair, beauty, but it's disgust. So although it's mm. vile, you can see it in the cupboard. But is, is, is there also something around kind of what women deem as attractive is a bit more complex? Well, let's um, go there. Yeah. Let's fucking go there harder. Than what males <laughs> might deem attractive. So for a woman, for example, if, if we're going basic, I would say, well, a guy's going to fancy me if I've got my tits out and I'm wearing a you know, short skirt and I've it's got working. a good figure. Anything else? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So keep going um, just another couple of minutes. That's like... <laughs> Like on a very, very basic level. Yeah, I wouldn't work and, on me. <clears throat> and then if I've got a bit of a personality as well, then it's like, oh, a jackpot, she's pretty fit and she can, you know, hold a conversation. Whereas, is that bad? If, no, but seriously, is it bad if a man thinks that? Well, I don't, you know, finding someone attractive, that's, that's, that isn't bad. How we deem someone's attractiveness, that's an area that kind of, is an interesting one, isn't it? Because mm. if you think of how women deem a man to be attractive, it can seem, again, on paper, a bit more complex. So mm-hmm. uh, a, a woman might like a man for this reason, but not that reason, but more of this reason, not that reason. So I can understand what you're saying in terms of guys don't really know what they should and shouldn't be doing. Is sometimes that driven by women being quite complex in the way they find a guy attractive? So there's no kind of black and white as Got much. Mm. Do you I think know what, what I, mean? Mich- I think what Michelle's saying, Nathan, is if you went up to a random guy in a street and went, when you go around the corner, there's going to be a girl described as Michelle's described that. Ninety-nine percent of straight men would go, "Great, does she like me?" Whereas you might go to a girl, and the next guy around the corner is really muscly. I don't like men with big muscles. The next, yeah. he's really, he's really funny. No, sorry, I don't like show-offs. I, I'm the funny one. It's this you're gonna, it. you're, it's you're, more you're It's much more of a dice roll with a girl about what she likes. Where's and therefore, the does that, that determine how a guy might feel about himself and what you know? Possibly. Nathan, would know. you ever wear war paint? That's something I want to know. War paint is the male makeup. If you don't know what it is, it's the male makeup brand. It's one of the biggest growing beauty trends in the United Kingdom. This isn't a cover stick or a, a, a little bit of powder so you don't have an embarrassing sweaty head when you're trying to pull on the dance floor. This is a full foundation beauty what? range. Jake Quickenden does tutorial videos on Instagram. These are straight no men trying to get yell with makeup. <laughs> you know what? Okay, would I wear it? I, I would wear it on like on the download. Yeah, right. Because I, 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 I don't know. I still, this, I don't know. Maybe it's this male pride where I can't. I don't know why. There's nothing wrong with wearing makeup. But for some reason, in my head, I probably think, Nah, I can't, I can't, I'm a grown man. I can't be wearing makeup. And it's so interesting, isn't it, that you feel that it. way? Yeah, There's something I'd, about it. I'd wait for someone else who I saw wearing and be like, Yeah, 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 I do that too. But I wouldn't just openly admit it. I'd be like, Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, it's just, nah, it's just. Pop. It's just the sun. That's so all. Is, is it generational peer pressure thing? So if, if you were single again, heaven forbid, 36-year-old man single, and all your other 36-year-old friends are getting laid left, right, and center, and they've all shaved their legs, and they're all using war paint, mm. do you think you suddenly think, even though I hate it, society's moved on? See, I, for example, I, you would not get me out of a bootcut gene until everyone started to say bootcut jeans are lame and then the jeans I've worn since I was about 12 and what I feel comfortable in is you know I'm 5'10 I'm not 6 foot 3 so I like a bit a bit of volume around the ankle thing but I've gone now I'm skinny jeans because that's what other boys my age were doing now I'm stuck in skinny yeah. jeans past where I should be wearing them until the next thing pressures me um 
Could you be pressured? But to be pressured into... I know you don't have particularly hairy legs anyway, but but to be pressured into shaving your legs and wearing foundation, could you? If your Um, best mate was just going through more crumpet than a Warburton's factory with his shaved legs, would you you be pressured? Eventually, yeah, because... You know, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a big softie. You know, I look hard, but I'm, I'm a pussy deep down. Um, hmm. So I think I'd probably be stubborn at first and then eventually be like, all right, give it a try and see what happens. But if someone makes fun of me, go straight back to what I know. Is it is it pressure though? Or is it kind of, again, like we were talking about it evolving with the times, like times change. What was once not acceptable suddenly is and the actual outcome is you probably look better because, you know, you haven't got the dark circles around your eyes. And like you said, Russ, if everyone's doing it, it's just, it's just a way that we've evolved after time and it's just something we all do. But um, it's interesting, isn't it, Michelle? But do you think it's what's at stake when a man walks out of the house is different to what's at stake when a woman walks out of the house? Yeah. So yeah. a single man or even a man who isn't single tends to be I'm not trying to get attention from other men not really maybe watches I suppose is the exception I love like men are a bit like weird about nerdy about watches so I love a man or is that what's that Russell you're wearing oh yeah this is a tank sports watch it's one of the Carrera ones the Brentford striker wears it and then me and Nathan would like geek off in the corner for about an hour and cars as well men like other men to see their cars but other than that I don't really want Nathan going oh yeah I love the fit of your jean and it's nice if you say it Nathan but it's, I've not worn them <laughs> if I'm dressing to a bit to try and make myself attractive there's only one reason I'm doing it for the thrill of female attention but do you Whereas, not like it if I if I was to say oh you look well Russ or, or if yeah. Nathan was to say you look well isn't that a part of it as well 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 is well is an interesting word because well you tend to hear when you come back off holiday if you've had a good night's sleep or if you're well rested but if Nathan's like man those jeans look so fit on you well done bro. I, so, I know it's bad Nathan, but I would just feel awkward yeah. whereas if we went to a bar and Lindsay said to Michelle, as she probably has on many occasions, oh my God, you look so fit in that dress. Yeah. It would it would feel nice. In, yeah. Indeed, it would you feel nice what? for me listening to them saying that to each other. <laughs> it's, it's similar Round when, of drink. When, when, I, when I go to the gym, right? <laughs> it's similar when, when I go to the gym. <clears throat> now, I, I go to the gym, uh, well, not, obviously not now, but regularly I go to the gym for my health, but also because I, I want to look good, right? But I've noticed like the people who compliment like, my, 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 uh, my physique, it's always guys and not women. And I was talking to my girlfriend about it. I was like, I mean, I wouldn't mind a few girls saying it. Why is it only guys? And I kind of, like, I, I appreciate it, but I was like, mm, it would yeah. feel better if it came from a female. It feels safe in the gym, though, because in the gym we're commenting on bulk and ripness. It feels quite manly for me to go, man, you f- how many kilos is that? You're ripped to fuck, bro. It feels it feels safe. It's a different thing if you're in a bar and mm. someone goes, that muscle... F- I know I don't know you, but that muscle-fit shirt, brother, <laughs> my God, that is popping. What, <laughs> you'd you'd, you'd be like, this is my girlfriend. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> so, is it the fact that you feel like they're coming on to you, then? It's just that makes you it's feel not, uncomfortable. It's not looked for. It's not wanted. It's not yeah. like weird homophobic Neanderthal. It's just... I just don't, it's something I don't want. Whereas I'm guessing, I don't want to speak for you, Michelle, but I'm guessing when a woman dress, she can be totally single, not interested in losing men. I'm having a year on my own, but she still wants other women to think, God, that girl's dress is, am I wrong? I mean, why, why is a woman? Women and men, uh, you know, it's that age old thing that people say women dress for other women. I think women dress for other, women dress for everybody. I think women dress for themselves, but they also, well, I do. I know for me personally, you know, I dress for myself, but there is something really lovely about other people commenting 
uh, males and females on 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 how you look and when i say males it, it, you know it's i guess there's two types of attention that a female yeah. can get oh you it's are really days, fit or yeah, yeah. actually you know i've had guys come and say i love i love that top you know that's that's a wiki top and that's just as nice as if a woman was saying it or do you know what i mean it's that I, kind of i've got i've got a question for you michelle that every single man listening to this wants to know the answer to but if we ask it we get accused of being like neanderthals that don't understand sexual politics in 2021 but still i want to know have we passed the point where a man who's in a bar maybe with a couple of mates sees a girl that's attractive and can say to her can gamble saying to her look i know i never met you i just want to tell you you're beautiful have we got to the point where that is now cheese and you're probably best never to do that ever or is it still possible to do that i think it's really nuanced isn't it i think it's so it's done in a non-threatening way it's done in a polite way but i still personally when i was single feel like i could no longer i feel that died in about 2017 permanently I think that's a really interesting one. I know personally, if some if someone came up to me and in the context of how you've put it, a guy came up to me in a non-threatening way and actually paid me a compliment, because essentially that is what you're saying. A guy yeah. comes up to you, who's single, you're single, and they're paying you a compliment. I'd take that in the manner in which it was given and think, that's really nice. But I do agree with you that that it's it's an interesting time now because some people would not enjoy that at all do you know mm. what i mean and a lot, like, I, I think 90 percent members get it i yeah. mean it's interesting nathan if we reverse it the experiment becomes even more interesting because is it even possible for a woman to come up to a man in a bar and go don't know you don't take anything out of this i just want you to know you're, you're fit the only thing the man is going to think is that woman wants to show yeah, exactly it's she impossible for the man to enjoy that compliment for what it is lads i'm not coming guys i'm not coming with you guys. <laughs> so that's worse isn't it i mean that's even even worse state of affairs yeah it's it's well it's, it's men kind of boys, what a sad boys, world it? it's, it's, it'd be nice wouldn't it if a girl goes you look absolutely amazing that's my husband can, there can no I interest whatsoever question, that'd be great yeah because this yes. is this has really interested me. Because I, I like when I was single, you know, if I'd be out and about or even a supermarket and find a guy attractive, you know, it. I used I used to think, oh, it'd be nice actually to just be able to go and tell that guy. But I've always thought, if a woman does it to a man, does that guy think, oh, well, she must be a bit mental or a bit crazy? Do you know what I mean? Because she's just going up and saying. It depends how it's the eyes. If the eyes are too wide, <laughs> no, I'm just being real with you, Michelle. Because I can if the, be a if, bit mental. If the eyes sometimes. are too open, it's like she's going to pickle my genitals and they're going to be put, joined on a collection shelf with others. If the eyes are normal, you assume she's sexually interested. So in how wide do that the is eyes awful need to, to be? Is it like, if it's like, that... excuse me, you're just really attractive. It's like, oh my God, she's going to harvest my seed, use it and to get rid of my body. So if you were to just go like, hi, you don't know me, but I just wanted to say, I think you're really That's a attract- date. We're going out for coffee. If I'm single, we are, we are fucking Why have on. I never tried this? Because I always think it's guys, guys want to be the ones that actually, you know, do the... It depends how you do it. If you do it in a slightly Hugh Granty way, Michelle, it could be very indecent. I've never done this before. Oh my God, I'm so... I'm, I'm bit so self-deprecating just- and... And I think men too as well. I think that that's totally the approach boys should, rather than bowling over, I've just yeah. fucking shoved a line of gear up my nose in the toilet. I'd love to smash <laughs> you into the next post. Go. It's not as effective as, oh my God, I've never done anything. I feel like a cheesy movie. I'm not even sure if this is out there. I'm just going to let you know you, you know, I find you re- really attractive and then I'm going to fuck off. Then walk away. And then you just a little bit of eye contact an hour later, maybe well, you'll buy each other a drink, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But see, I would, I would love to do that because like, I believe in being a gentleman. But... I would be afraid to do that because I'm in my head. I'm thinking oh, it's gonna, I'm going to come across as like some sort of sleazeball. Yeah, 
So mm, that's yeah, the thing that's changed. Sleazeball or maniac. And now it's, it's very to do with the eyes like and do you keep your it's, eyes shut then? Like what, you know? But the sleazeball or maniac thing is recent, isn't it? Now, I know we've drifted mm. off topic here, but it's interesting. I do you want to pursue it? It's it's recent, isn't it? I didn't feel like that five years ago. I, I would have chanced a compliment after a few drinks in a bar. Now I'm... It's awful. I sound like one of those, yeah, what do you mean? You can't even grab a bird's ass anymore. I sound like one of them, but I'm not one of them. I'm just saying it's a very confusing time yeah. for to be a single bloke. Thank fuck I'm not. There's so many um, things going through your your mind of what you, you should say or shouldn't say, can say or can't say. And this, you know, it's still, we're all intelligent people. You know the difference between right, right and wrong and what's acceptable and what's not. But at the same time, you know, things are changing. Right. Um, little quiz. How much less, men obviously spend less a month on grooming products than women because the price of it, women get ripped off, etc. But how much less a month do you think a man spends than women? I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you within the closest. 20 quid. Oh, I was going to say that. Almost 20p. What? <laughs> Whoa. 3,000 Britons were served. The average man spends just 19p less a month on grooming products than women. Splashing out... £302 a year. This is the average wow. man, average woman. We are catching up. And now what they do is they take the same product that's great for a woman. It's got like apricot beaded perfumed face and then it's called like sand sand grider <laughs> fuck, fuck mask and a man's like, yes, mate. And it's the same thing with a grey label and a bold font. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, <clears throat> two last things to talk about. Careers. 
Now, it's slightly different with a comedian purely because I suppose Nathan and I, if we start to look like we want to be attractive, we lose work. You have to be funny. to. So the only few ti- only times my manager has called me is if I've done a joke online. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll give you a specific thing that happened. Kim Kardashian posted a very funny picture. It wasn't supposed to be funny. With black bars across her nipples and a black bar across her uh, vag in the mirror. Do you remember it? So I thought it'd be really funny if I posted one online with a black bar across my nipples and a black bar across my bits. But I did a really long T-shaped bar <laughs> and posted it online and, and then added her. And then it went in the newspaper. And um, my manager called me and was like, take it down. It looks like you're trying to show off for females. It doesn't look like a joke. Oh. It looks like you're pretending you want to do a joke as a way of getting your top off on Instagram. Take it wow. down. Okay. So we work in a slightly topsy-turvy world, Michelle. Where, don't get me wrong. Plenty of stand-ups uh, will be compelled. And I mean, I just saw uh, a friend of the show, Kai Kurt, the other day doing a pull-up, ripped. Now, he will know as well as anyone that is on the cusp of what you can get away with as a stand-up. You should only ever look as ugly and funny as possible. Putting all that aside, Nathan Gayton, do you think that women are under more pressure to look sexy in any career, that they're thinking about their attractiveness as much as their skill in the job? Or do you think, I'm a granddad, I need to evolve, and men are under those pressures as well these days? Women are still under more pressure, but the gap is definitely shrinking. I think men feel it as well. Um, especially in today's day and age on the social media where there's male models left, right and centre posing for the gram, you know, the shredded abs and stuff, and, you know, that's that's deemed sexy. Um, although we've already said that what's attractive is so complicated. Mm. Um, but I do think the gap is... Women are under more pressure, but the gap is getting smaller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Michelle, you'll, you'll be at the front end of this. Not only are you a professional person putting yourself out there, but you're at a public-facing job, mainstream television, BBC One. I'm assuming you do ITV One as well sometimes. Yeah. So you will get the full troll tsunami, I'm guessing. But um, I think it's a really interesting one. And I, I remember a situation actually um, last year when I was doing... Um, a, a, a big TV show and I got told by um, the commissioner that um, I needed to wear heels and a dress for uh, the show every every day and I was like well there are lots of ways women can dress and hmm. look presentable it doesn't need to be in the box of high heels and a dress like sometimes I, you know I went I wore like this kind of matching um, like colourful suit one day with some funky trainers because that, that was the kind of look that's what I was mm. going for and it was like no 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 you know you look really good in, in dresses interestingly this came from a female and I was thinking how would I have reacted if that came from a male saying that mm. to me we only want you in dresses and, and heels and it was very much like you, you just touched on there that kind of nothing was said to my male uh, you know um, co-host about how he was dressing but it was very specific about what, what I looked like and the um, image that I had to portray. And without going into details, it's, it's supposed to be if you're doing a fashion show or, or, or something yeah, about it clothes. But if, it, it if, if it's something to do with business, consumer affairs, what, the news, why is it so relevant? This is and this is exactly what I said, and you know, it was kind of packaged in. Oh, but you just look so good wearing those kind of things, and 
it's I I think you're right, Nathan. I think things are changing, but I've been in many situations where it's it's been about um, portraying a certain kind of look, you know, mm. and um, you cut you've got to wear your hair down for this. Don't wear it up because it can be a bit too confusing for the audience if it's if it How looks can a bit up too. Hair be con- fucking confusing. <laughs> I mean, do, do you know? Interestingly, Michelle, it's interesting what uh, Michelle says about it was it was a female that said that Nathan because when a woman goes for a job, a high ranking job in a company, if you open the door, Michelle, and you're being interviewed by three people, do you know you are less likely to get the job if the panel is all female than male? Wow. So a panel that is, once a yes. panel is predominantly female, they hire less women. Mm. Yeah. So if you ever want to know about sisters not lifting sisters up, the numbers, <laughs> you can say what the fuck you like on Instagram and Twitter when you hear these people. The statistics are, are thus. And unfortunately, it appears to be the case that women in power don't necessarily bring up other women in power. And that's as much of a problem as misogyny and, pa- and patriarchy. Massively. And it's really good to highlight that because, you know... <laughs> Telly, telly, as we know, it's a it's a competitive, it's a cutthroat industry, and when you kind of throwing into the mix self image uh, defined by you know, and and then you're thinking about your self worth, and it it can it can be a vicious circle in terms of bringing up insecurities and mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of it manifests itself and can get worse and worse and. Yes, the gap is closing between men and women in terms of image and how they want to portray themselves. But I just worry that is the gap closing and that means that men are going to feel, you know, even more aware of, of what they're wearing and, and feel as co- conscious as I have in certain situations when I, you know, when I've been doing TV stuff. This is something I always say, Nathan, to our male guests. If we went in a time machine and got our dads from 35, 40 years ago and brought them forward, they wouldn't see a society where women necessarily have gone further up. They would see women have gone a bit further up, but they would have seen that men have massively dropped. And by that, I mean male eating disorders on the rise, yeah. male body dysmorphia, uh, men shaving their legs, men insecure, men not getting work because they're not slim men not getting work because they're not good looking not the right look not the right color not the whatever we've come men have sort of lowered um but that's interesting so just one quick one for you nathan before we move on to my final area so you get a part you're hosting some kind of stand-up or new show and you are told by the male commissioner mate i know that's your look but i need you to wear a suit to host this show because that's what the audience expects would you push back or not uh, I pushed back at the start of my career, and then and, and I think anyone can see what I ended up looking like. Now I do what I'm fucking told, just purely because I just got fucking trolled so hard. I realised, you know what? Be boring. Wear a suit. Um, yes, that, that actually just happened. Uh, my first love with the Apollo. Uh, right, and what did you, what, my, what my did agent you say? was like, major, major was like, I know you love like Ninja Turtles and sports, but <laughs> you can't be wearing that on Love with the Apollo wear the suit. I was like, what am I going to wear a suit for? I mean, if as long as I'm funny, who cares what I'm wearing? The joke's a joke. You know, no one's going to be looking at my outfit. People are going to listen to my jokes, to, to my material. She's like, wear a suit. I was like, I don't want to wear a suit. She's like, wear a suit. I was like, I'm not going to wear a suit. So in the end, kind of met halfway and I wore suit blazer. <laughs> ninja turtle tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've got a ninja turtle bow tie, which I was going to wear. I was going to wear. Um, so I wore a blazer with jeans and trainers. Right, so you did, you did sort Good of give compromise. in a bit then. Yeah, but then the second time I did Love the Apollo, I wore a full suit because I was like, okay, I'll just do it. Mm. It's weird, and I don't think girls realise that men are getting the. It's not the same. We're not being asked to like sex objects, which is abhorrent, Michelle. I'm not trying to make an equality between the problems, but 
most boys from the moment they left school at 16 have been forced to wear stupid fucking suits which where I come from that I mean it's a bit of a joke but the only time you put a suit on is if you're going to, like, to court basically like yeah. there's all my uncles with this. You, know, yeah. you get the suit if someone died or if you're going to court that's yeah. it and then you're forced into them I've been forced in suits my whole life and then as soon as I got a bit of success in this career, I thought, I'm going to express myself. I'm going to wear ripped jeans. I'm going to wear eyeliner. Man, did I learn the fucking hard way. And back this is in the, the thing suit. as well. It's <laughs> straight back into the suit. And it's like, it's how you feel confident. Because I know with, with my partner, like he got asked to um, wear a suit for some sports filming recently. And he's like, I really don't want to wear a suit. That's not how I feel comfortable. They won't even let me wear my white train. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a mm. certain kind of look, which is part of his identity that he feels most comfortable in and actually will deliver his best performance in. So it's, it's, I do, I do agree. It's like with anything, there is a part where you do have to, to toe the line, whether it be males or females, but then when it's starting to kind of encroach on how comfortable you feel in yourself, like I've had it a lot within my career to change my hair, straighten my hair, you know, wear it in certain ways. And the fact is, I can't put Afro hair in a certain way. Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't change that part of my identity. So it's, it's finding those kind of threads where you can feel comfortable enough in yourself, but also sometimes, sometimes advice is good in terms of maybe try, you know, Mm. adding this to this or whatever, but it's, it's a tricky one because you don't want to lose a sense of yourself along the way. Now, and this, I'm sorry to squeeze this one into five minutes because it's a large subject. So let's, we'll try and keep it light. But we have to talk about the influence of our mums and our cultural backgrounds on how we dress because it's absolutely massive. Like I said, I come from Essex. Some of it's unfair, like Essex, Hartford, but some of the stereotypes are true. You know, the teeth, the boobs, the the makeup, or the the style of stuff. A lot of the time, a lot of it's true. And you have spoken about my, my background. But anyone that wants to Google Michelle Ackley's mum will know what I'm about to say is not an exaggeration. Your mum is quite fit, Michelle. Sorry to <laughs> put that on you. She gets a it's lot. A pretty glamorous. I mean, I won't say your mum's age, but it's you sort of jaw hits the floor when you find out Michelle's mum's age because she's just fucking unbelievable. She's 64. She won't mind. Me How? much pressure is it growing up as a little girl when you've got a mum as glam as that has it influenced you is it is it more like lashes on before I hit Tesco's is your mum part because Lindsay my wife is very much her mum was in fact one of the original dancers when it was still called cum dancing rather than strictly gum dancing so because Lindsay's mum was one of the dancers when Terry Wogan and all that lot hosted it she's always that's just in her DNA lashes on or Mm. even if you pop into the shops just do the base so that's how Lindsay is and I'm sure that's how my daughter Minna will be to what extent do you think Maeve, Maeve is, Maeve the Rave, it's not Maeve the Rave has influenced you? I definitely think I definitely think she has. Mum's an interesting one because you know obviously she's my mum, so I'm going to say it. But she, independently, she is a very attractive woman and she takes care of herself. But she's never she's never been the type of person growing up where it's like right, you know, make sure you get your makeup on before you go out and and X, Y, and Z. Um, but growing up, especially as a youngster, if I was with her, you know, very much it would be, gosh, your mum's so attractive, isn't she? You know, look how attractive. Gosh, your mum's that age. Wow, isn't she amazing? And I think maybe subconsciously rather than consciously growing up, I very much felt like I want to, you know, make myself look as attractive mm. as my mum is. Even though mum and I look quite different, Um you know, facially. So I remember being at school as a teenager and I I went through a a phase of 
just wearing so much mascara. I'm surprised I could actually open my eyelids because it just, I just kept <laughs> A panda tried to mate with you at one point, didn't it? <laughs> it honestly, it got, it got crazy. And I remember my, te- my math teacher saying, go to the toilet and wash that mascara off because uh, I've just taken it to another level. And people, some of my friends in school saying, oh gosh, you look ill. Like you don't look, you know, you don't look the same. So I was very kind of aware of image growing up because I had a mum who was so attractive and got a lot of compliments and still does mm. now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's don't weird because I've been really. talking about my mum, but it's not until you've said that I've sort of reflected on my own child. I grew up with a dad, tall, blonde hair, curly hair, blonde curly hair my dad had, uh, blue eyes, bodybuilder. So you would not pick my old man out in a lineup. <laughs> you would pick someone from India or Bulgaria before you would pick my yeah. blonde-haired, blue-eyed, German DNA d- dad, who everyone was like, oh my God, your dad's huge, is he the bodybuilder? So I guess I suppose I got the male version of that. I'm like a copy of my mum, just a pepper army with hair on and bulging <laughs> eyes and leaping out of bed doing aerobics. Nathan, what's your, for listeners that might be new to you, what is your setup, childhood background, cultural background, your parents, is there any, is, are they, were they born in the United Kingdom, your parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, West Indian background, uh, grandma from, well, grandparents from the Caribbean. Uh, so parents. what's the vibe, what's the vibe with a woman in the Caribbean then, she's popping to the shops? Is it, what's the scruffs policy there? Oh. Do you leave the house scruffy, is that, is that a thing? Um, not, not like, not, okay, not scruffy enough that people will be talking about you, but you can, you can go in like casual clothes, but, for me, for my family, it was always a case of eye in your clothes, look presentable. You can't mm-hmm. go out looking scruffy. You can wear wear whatever you want, but make sure it's ironed and you looks it looks decent, like you've you know made an effort as opposed to just woken up putting anything. Uh, so they, even now, like I I, I iron everything, um, even if. If it doesn't have to be ironed, I'll iron it just in case. <laughs> You've got the smoothest scrotum in comedy from what I've yeah. heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hurts, but it's worth it, Michelle, just for that smooth look. No, no, no I hate iron. <laughs> well, yeah, scrotal ironing. <laughs> so, so your mum and dad, what sort of influence did they have on on style, on kicking back, on dressing smart? Were you were you uh, someone that pushed the school uniform boundary, for example? Would you like wear the tie the wrong way around with the short bit at the front? Mm-hmm. So that was my little rebellion. No, 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 no. I used to, I wore my school uniform proper because I would always go home and I know that if, it, if I didn't if I look scruffy, I'd I get it, mate. I'm just slap <laughs> the black off me, man. So yeah, I, I guess I had more of a rebel like uh, after school when like going to college and you know, I could wear what I want. Mm. I'd wear like you know the baggy clothes and bandanas. In fact, when I first started doing stand up. Uh, I, I looked like I just walked out of like a MTV hip hop movie set or whatever. I, I saw a picture of me recently uh, from like 2006 when I started or something, and I'm like a bandana, backward cap, and tracksuit bottoms. And I was like, "What the hell was I thinking? Like, <laughs> I look like a proper dickhead." And no one told me. Um, Welcome to my 2012. I mean, at, least, <laughs> at least yours was 2006. <laughs> I had to meet Lindsay actually said to me you're an attractive man stop dressing like a con that was her exact sentence I'm sorry to use bad language but it, it really sorted my head out it's funny when but I go around to my granddad's like he's in his well not not at the minute obviously because of the pandemic but he's a, a very proud 85 year old West African man and he every single day religiously dresses in a full suit like that is ah, that's just interesting that is just his thing. He's like takes such pride in his appearance, and has literally not been able to go out anywhere at the minute. But if I'll catch up with him on Zoom or that, he's still got 
his jacket on, his shirt. Mm. His and that's, dra- a gen- that's a generational thing as well. As a, yeah. I mean, a lot of pe- that generation. Well, like my my great uncle, the one who helped raise my mum, he's always if if we do a video call in a shirt and formal trousers and left yeah. the house for a year. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have the that older generation who always wear full suit when they go into the airport, just <laughs> in the hope that they get bumped up to like first class? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. upgrade suit. Guys, we're out of time. Thank you so much for being so honest. Um, obviously, the listeners can't see this, but you both look obviously stunning. Thank you so much to Michelle Ackley and, and Nathan Caton. Uh, if you've liked this episode and you've only stumbled on it because you're a fan of Michelle's or Nathan's, please do go to wherever you get your podcasts, hit subscribe, leave a review. There's loads more to catch up on. I've been Russell Kane. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 